welcome to the Cyrus community. This is Business Unusual. We've been talking about historical echoes, the words that could be hold, holding us down and causing us not to move forward with what God is telling us to do in this season. Now, last week, we looked at the season, the time that we are living in, and asking ourselves, what time is it for? Because if you understand the time, then you will ask yourself, if I know the time, if I know what I'm supposed to do, what's happening to me? And that is why we had to insert that there as we are talking about the words that are holding us down. Now, when we talk about the words that are keeping us down, today we want to look at the words that are actually in the Bible. All right? And these words in the Bible, the devil will delete erase or make a confusion in the understanding of what the word means because he doesn't want to, you to know the impact of the word that God has given you. Now some of the words that are in the Bible yet we have a wrong understanding will also make us not enter into the purposes of God for this season. So when God tells us that we're in the season to experience God's power to create wealth yet there are some words that we're not getting the full meaning we are just as worse as a people who no, are no, no. not understanding these words. Today, we are looking at the word prosperity. Prosperity, our good word, a wonderful word, a powerful word. Yes. But like you've said, the enemy's strategy is either to delete, yes. omit, or change the meaning of the word. Of our word. So when you look at prosperity using that context, mm -hmm. think of it in many of our teachings, it's deleted. It is omitted, omitted or it is changed. And before we go on, if you're joining us for the first time, <clears throat> and or even for the TCC yeah. that have been with us for all this time, when you use the word prosperity, we mm. know, like we are saying, this is a word that has been changed, yeah. the meaning, and now when you talk of prosperity, when you talk of you need to prosper, you'll just hear people say something like, Prosperity is not of God. Exactly. Why? The word. Yes. Remember, we are not talking about yes. prosperity in itself. Yes. We are talking about the word. Because if you can't capture the meaning of the word, then you lose the benefits of that word. Exactly. So just uh, indulge us yes. and uh, understand what you're talking <laughs> yes. about today when you talk about prosperity. Because you see, the power of how you associate a word, mm -hmm. if you associate a word with a certain meaning, yes. every time you hear the word, it triggers your association of negative when you talk exactly. about negative yes and so prosperity is one of those words that the enemy has really restructured in the thinking of, of believers and facts many people if you hear me use the term prosperity preacher they, they switch the yes. channel of you immediately like, no, no are thinking of a negative term why why, why is the idea prosperity and preacher together mm -hmm. why does it release a negative feeling yeah that already tells you, A, one, the term has been omitted, deleted, changed. But here, because it is not deleted or omitted, <laughs> therefore it is changed. Mm -hmm. So the idea is that a prosperity preacher is also the same term, conman. It's the same term, <laughs> so actually, manipulator. So when you say prosperity, this is a prosperity preacher. You actually yes. say it in other words. One who robs people. He's a conman. Yeah, one who takes people's money and takes advantage. So <laughs> yeah. it's now a negative term applied to a brand of preaching that really has nothing to do with prosperity. Yeah. That's a sad thing. Yeah. The, when you say prosperity preacher, actually you've already stepped outside mm. of the biblical meaning of prosperity. Yes. And you're trying to take a biblical term and applying it to a reality that is not accurate. Mm. And this is one of the words that will make us understand yes. that when we're talking about historical echoes, yes. words that when you hear them, they send a negative meaning, this is one of them. Exactly. Because even us, 
for a long time yes. we said god we're not going to talk about this, this yeah. prosperity thing we're not going to talk about yes. why even us yes. it's like you're being infected all right and once you're infected you do not even know how yes. you react negatively exactly. when somebody speaks That's so it. sometimes somebody could be speaking and you're looking at them and you're like you know what as long as it's prosperity i'm not interested yeah. so in fact, i think yeah. for us in this conversation yes. we're trying to readjust we bring listen when a word is stolen and given a different meaning yeah we have to reclaim it because it does not belong in the world mm. that word is found in scripture so many times that you'd be shocked at how many times it is connected to god that is a problem so it is such that now that we are beginning to speak like this mm -hmm. there are some people who automatically listen to imprinting an algorithm you already have a concept of a confirmation bias you think we are going to talk about giving and we're going to talk about giving in a negative context so you think we want to kind of set up for an offering to get money from you because every time people talk about prosperity exactly. it's actually leading to an offering that's it we want to take an offering therefore let's talk yes. about this now delete that from your mess uh, your mind yes we are not talking about offering yes. here yes. we are talking about the word prosperity Thank you. and how does the bible define yes. that word and you know you said a powerful thing yeah. we are redeeming this word we're redeeming it yeah so the misuse or abuse of a term mm -hmm. does not change its true meaning mm. Or its authenticity. Yes. The misuse of fire does not make it evil. Mm. The misuse of a knife does not make it evil. Yes. All right. So today, we want to look at a scripture, which, by the wisdom of God, is so strategically postured that you cannot try to give it a religious connotation. Mm. You cannot give it a cultural connotation. Yes. You cannot try and change its meaning because it has deliberately placed all the different. Uh, tools that somebody tries to use to give a different meaning in one sentence mm. forcing you to have to look at each term specifically mm -hmm. and define them so that you do not use one for the other very important and that scripture is that john verse chapter one verse two okay beloved i pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers mm -hmm. now in spite of it be clearly expressed in this scripture. Yeah. Even though it is clearly structured, will to through time, by the assault of tradition and religion, we have actually mixed up the meanings and we believe that it is a complete different meaning. Now let me give an example. Three things are brought out in this scripture. Mm -hmm. Those three things in the light of how Christianity or believers work today can be broken into three categories. Alright? The same three things. The prospering of the soul can be connected to salvation, connected to being saved, connected to being a child of God, mm -hmm. connected to all, all, all the connotations that go with that. The second context would be healing of the body. And the third context is the actual prosperity. And these three things are put together in the same scripture, so you do not switch one for the other. Now, today, unless something has changed for us as believers, if we look at those three things, this would be how we deal with it. When it comes to salvation of the soul, oh, I am telling you, not only we do we believe in it, we defend it. In fact, we judge people based on whether they are or not. I think also, if I've been going to church for the last 20 years, yes. 5 years, 3 years, and 
I've been saying God is my father. Yes. I've never said that I believe in the devil. Yes. I believe I'm saved. Yes. That kind of a person, if you tell them you're not born again, go and check again. Mm. When did you get born again? Yes. How did you get born what's again? What's your process? What does the, it mean? What's the process of that salvation? You'll be like, you know what? I'm going to check, but my friend, I'm saved. Simple. We defend it, even though yes. some of us don't even know how we got born again. Some of us cannot even say which day, which month, which year, where was I? I don't know about that salvation. Thing, but fact, you know what? I'm a believer. It is also our basis for discrimination. Mm. It is our basis of who is for us and who is, and against, who is us. against us. In other words, in that area, we have even oversupplied our belief. We, we will push it to the limit. In fact, the first question is, are you really saved? Mm. And in fact, the issue is, we even battle people on those who have saved, those who have backslidden. This has become our emphasis. So let's wait. Let, you know, sometimes eh, <laughs> it's good to talk to people and say, okay, listen, let's take just one minute yeah. and ask ourselves. Now you're talking to you. Yes. Am I born again? Mm -hmm. Am I saved? Mm -hmm. What does that mean? There you go. What does it mean? And most of you might find... Today is the first time you're thinking about it and you will end up saying, it means I'm going to heaven. That's it. So when you talk about salvation and you tell somebody, if you're saved and you're in the earth, you should be doing one, two, three things. They're like, listen, no, salvation and activity in the go. earth are not connected. They're not connected. Salvation and going are connected. They're connected. Guys, just sit and ask yourself, That's a am I saved? And what does that mean so, to So me? in fact, this is not even a debate in Christendom. Yes. Straightforward. Are you saved? Mm -hmm. And in fact, in every meeting, evangelical, where we truly talk of the church, what's the main thing we ask people? Are Is there anybody today who wants to be what? Born again. Simple. And we judge people on their statement, whether you're born again or not. If you're not born again, I classify you. Mm. As, as with one, the devil, one who is our lost. enemy, yeah. one who is lost everything. If you're saved, automatically you're supposed to be one of us. Now let me ask you, when you ask in a meeting, yes. is there anyone who is not born again? Yes. What do we ask the people to do? Mm -hmm. All we demand of them, yes. come. In fact, we start. Raise your hand. There you go. Stand up. Come to the front. Yes. Say after me. After that day, 100%. You're born again. That's it. With just that one act, yes. you believe. And that, yeah, and that faith is great. It's a powerful place mm -hmm. to be. It's our identity. That's why, that's why we call ourselves Christians. Christians. That's why we call ourselves believers. That one activity is the principal argument that we use for classifying ourselves. So salvation, 100%. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> you cannot have an issue. Okay. The second issue mentioned in that scripture, because listen, above all things, that all these things are in place. Mm -hmm. That was the prayer of John. Yes. Is healing. Of the body. Now, on this one, we have mixed. In fact, if I was to look at the body of Christ, maybe 0 to 15% believes in healing was part of this process. Mm. Believe that you're supposed to be healed. Believe that God can heal you. In fact, many salvation people believe healing will happen one day in heaven. Mm. It is not for now. So, in heaven, every calamity will end. Here is one person who you've told, do you believe you're born again? No, I'm not. Come here. Yes. Say after me. That we are sure. When they sit down, yes. they are born again. In fact, you tell and them you can listen. never change their yes. heart again after that. They are born again. This same person, yes. you ask, is there anyone here who is sick? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Come here. Yes. Say after me. I am healed. Hey, my Wait. friend. It's not that easy. Yes. You notice we are starting now to make a the different? process yeah. a bit difficult yes. now. In healing, yeah. it's, you know, we don't receive it that easily. Exactly. 
And that's the reality because wow. that tells you mm -hmm. one was an ascent because there's no other issue except acceptance. Mm -hmm. The issue, the second one, healing, because it requires our participation. Something changes. Mm -hmm. It requires our engaging. It requires our confronting. Suddenly, we, we are on the one side, we believe Christ died for our sickness. Okay. But the issue of having healing is debatable. So let's go back again. <laughs> I'm back. So the salvation, if you're watching us today and you're born again, yes. you say, yes, I know that I'm born again. Yes. And you say, I went back and found out that I was called to go to the front or maybe I was in the room by myself, nobody pushing me, yes. and I got born again. Mm. We are fine with that. Mm -hmm. If you're watching us today and you've been sick or you're sick, I won't say you're planning to be sick, mm -hmm. or you're sick, and I ask you now, do you believe you're healed? Notice there will be a conflict Absolutely. in your mind. There will Absolutely. be a conflict. Something telling you, listen, healing is not this easy. But mm. this same healing we are talking about is the same cross where you received your salvation. Same. But the healing, it's taking you something. Somebody somewhere told you, you need to have muscles to receive healing. Yes. So we are saying that the salvation, people believe. First John, third John 1, 2. Yeah. People believe salvation happened. Healing. There's, they are debating. Yes. The third one. It's a very small group. Yes. When it comes to prosperity, <laughs> this is a different story. Actually, if I was to talk about the healing, like I said, 14, 15% may believe in it, but those who actually access it may be less. Mm. When it comes to prosperity, here's the interesting thing. 95% fight it. Mm. Not no. even disbelief. Fight Fight against it. Okay, explain what fighting is. Fighting against it means you have programmed yourself to believe prosperity cannot be of God. Mm. Prosperity is not of God. Mm. In fact, the, the saddest thing is that when you look at it, you, you, you almost feel that when the issue of prosperity is raised, this is something that has to do with you only. Mm. And it has to do with the men. And majority of the men you know, like we said, A, unbelievers, yes. those who are not part of your salvation. Remember salvation? Mm -hmm. Two, it is with prosperity preachers. People who no longer have value for souls. They just want material things. Mm. So to you, it is a separation. It's almost like the pursuit of souls must by every means be opposite and different from the pursuit of prosperity. Mm. In fact, in your mind, pursuit of prosperity equals abandoning souls. Mm. In fact, let me put something that we have all taught. Yeah. Winning souls. I don't know where the competition came from. <laughs> we are winning souls. We are winning souls for God. So if you talk prosperity, you cannot be winning souls. No. Those two don't go together. You cannot pursue prosperity and be found winning souls. It's like you take one path, you abandon the other. Now remember, me always come back and say let's go back. Let's <laughs> check ourselves. Now here you are, mm. you're born again, saved, 100%. Yes. You believe when you die today, heaven mm -hmm. is your destination. Mm -hmm. You're okay with that. Yes. Alright? Here you are thinking about healing. Mm -hmm. You don't want to die. There's a way you're feeling like I'm, I'm not ready to die. So exactly. if you tell me that the word, the word, prayers, fasting can heal me, I'll try. If medicine has failed, 
and you tell me the word, I will try because I don't want to die. I want to believe in the healing. Yes. Now, when it comes to prosperity, remember salvation, you know Jesus did it for you yep. and you know there's no way you can save yourself. In fact, you tell people that. When it comes to healing, you know, even though the doctors have told me this and they've given me medicine, you even said, God is a great physician. I yes. believe healing is from him. Yeah. When it comes to prosperity, that when you tell God, God, in fact, you say, Trinity, Sit aside. Yeah. Leave it for me. I, I have to do something. I have to give. I have to pray. I have to worship. I have to fast. I have to do something for me to be increased. Yes. And that is why when you came to this uh, time when God says, you're in a season to experience power to create wealth, it's okay, fine. Yeah. To create wealth, what do we need to do? Exactly. Well, what do we have to do? And, and the sad thing is that many people in that pursuit do not realize that underlying mm. something inside of you tells you you're purchasing you're, you're pursuing a wrong road mm. of prosperity as much as you're hearing it in fact you spend more time debating whether what we are saying is true <laughs> as opposed to journeying the process and going and like you said the yeah. idea that you must put the trinity aside to pursue creates a sense of guilt mm. that to do this i have to do that it's almost like the minute i start pursuing money do this, Pastor. You pray for me. Uh, somehow. Yeah, yeah. I, I need no. And also, it's almost like I will not be praying anymore. Because, because when I pursue, this prayer goes. Exactly. And that is what happens. Let's, let me just say something here first before I go to this. Yes. That when we come and say, what is your rod? God is asking you, what is in your hands? Because what is in your hands, I'm going to bless and you're going to work in rest. Yes. And you will see increase that you cannot, um, you cannot point yes. your power your strength your strategy you just can't find yourself in this increase yes. and of course you're like listen i'm not sure that happens yep all right now when you come and say i want to pursue um prosperity yes therefore prayer yes. does not work exactly. why because even today and i always talk to the people watching we don't talk to the air we always say you who is watching can you come to this place of asking yourself how am I doing financially? And how am I doing spiritually? They are not supposed to be separated. But I'm only asking you so that you ask yourself, is it that when I started increase, expansion, I left yes. my spiritual walk. I left stories of instruction. Therefore, broke people. <laughs> when you have money, forget about those instructions. It's not important now. now you see, because we thought what? that coming out of luck, entering a place where things happen is yeah. the end. Mm. We don't understand that God never began us with luck. Luck was our, we fell into luck. Mm -hmm. Prosperity was supposed to be the principal journey with which we move to the next level. Now, taking this very scripture, we have to look at the meaning of every word used. And I think it's, it's unique to note why John, why not mm. Paul, why not any other apostle to write this. And here is for me the most interesting um, fact. The book of 3 John is written, did you know, after the book of Revelation, not before. Mm -hmm. You read them in that order because you assume this was written and then Jude and then Revelation. Mm -hmm. No, John wrote Revelation while on Patmos, mm -hmm. but he wrote 3 John after Patmos. This is very interesting. Okay. Why is it important? Because why would somebody who is talking about heaven talk to you about prosperity? in the earth. Why would he do that? To tell you that there is a connection between the spiritual order and you. And he says, listen, 
It's funny he did not say in this scripture, mm -hmm. I pray above all things that you all make it to heaven. <laughs> I pray that you may prosper in all things. And actually we need to look at that statement, prosper in all, all things. things, not just in one thing, yes. all in one yes. area. That you be in health even ah. as your soul prosper. prospers. So he's not removing the prosperity of your soul. Mm -mm. He said that should be, in fact, the term even as means, this should be in conjunction with. As this one is growing, there this should one be, is growing. Yeah, as as you prosper here. It should, be, it should be, in fact, put it this way. As this grows, it should be seen, this side. Mm -hmm. As your soul prospers, we should see health. We should see wealth. That is the prosperity of the soul. Then I, need, we need to, I think we need to discuss the issue of when he says, I pray that you may prosper in all things. When he talks about now prosper in all things, yes. let's look at the words prosper yeah. here mm. and then this thing of all things. What exactly. are all these things we need to in prosper fact, in? Prosper by itself, mm -hmm. you cannot change the term he used. There's nothing spiritual about the term he used. It's the Greek term you do, which simply means to do well economically, mm. to increase profitably, to have a beneficial, notice the term, beneficial and expeditious journey means as you journey you should be increasing and be doing well okay wait as you journey as you we journey. are on a kingdom journey yes our life is not we came we lived and died yes. we are on a journey but on this journey he's telling you yes you, it must be incremental not yes. static yes i can't meet you five years later and you're the same Thank prayer you. level, mm -hmm. you're on the same believing level, you know that believe we do yes. I'm believing God for this, I'm believing God for this, and that is why most people when they look at Christianity it's almost like I'm waiting to prosper, I get out of this life, there why? I don't want this thing of five years later I'm still believing God for this one thing, Yes, never changed yeah. I love that, yeah. your life must be incremental, exactly. incremental. must change and you must be successful mm. and I know, listen guys I know we live in a day where we as the church have created very interesting terminologies. <laughs> where we say, oh, you know, success is not just money. Listen, it is also money. Okay, say Stop again. making it look like an opposite. <laughs> because then you fool me, who is not doing well, mm -hmm. like you, know, you make me think I'm successful. Stop using that term in the wrong place. Okay, wait. What is success? The word success from scripture <laughs> means to do well. It means to, to, to live well, to be comfortable, for everything to be going on well so in your Joshua matters. Said, when Joshua said yes. that if you meditate on the yes. word of God, on the instruction that you have, you yes. shall make your way successful. Exactly. He didn't mean that you will be this, even though you are poor, mm. you are okay because you are going to heaven. That yes. heaven thing is what you have to remove. Yeah. Will you go to heaven? Yes. Yes. Leave it for now. You're yep. in the earth. Yep. We are so busy discussing heaven and not occupying the earth and becoming something in the earth that can cause people to say, if you're going to heaven, let, let me join you yes. on this journey to heaven because I can exactly. see how you are here. Exactly. So if you talk about success and you're telling someone here now, this is TCC, when you tell somebody, be successful, Listen, what are we saying? You cannot say, I may not have money, but, but we are doing well. Liar, liar. <laughs> You can't use those two terms in the same sentence. Okay. You can say, we are, may not be doing great, but we are thankful, not successful. But this same person who is now on a journey going, yes. as long as you're on a journey, yes. that is a, an incremental journey. Thank you. You can say, listen, yes. 
I am successful because here I was, yeah. but I'm not settled. I'm yes. going and I'm going and I'm going. The, pro- the, the measurement should not be happy poor people. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Compared to sad rich people. Okay, wait. <laughs> That's not the principle. Success is not happy. No, happy, happy poor, poor people, people as compared to sad rich people. Therefore, the happy poor people are better. No. no they're not. The principle is happy rich people mm. versus sad rich people mm. that is the order of scripture okay it means god as you will see in the scriptures we're discussing makes rich with no sorrow, sorrow. man makes rich with sorrow so those are the two rich partners. without without sorrow, sorrow. yes rich with, with sorrow. sorrow that's the comparison not rich with sorrow and poor with happiness those two terms cannot be together. So, you know, sometimes you feel like saying, okay, wait, I think one of these days you need to call an imam. You call a sheikh, uh, not sheikh, uh, no, no, what do you call guru? Yes, Indian guru. Because they also believe in the three things. Yes. They believe in their salvation. Yep. Whatever that means. Whatever it means for them. They believe in health. Whatever that means. They can pay for it. Yes. All right? They might not believe God will yeah. them. They believe they'll eat well, they'll pay for sickness. When it comes to prosperity, that one they believe fully. Absolutely. Now, here's a Christian whose salvation is going to heaven, therefore yes. it's not useful in the earth. Yep. Here's a Christian who is still fighting sicknesses and diseases. Mm-hmm. Here's a Christian who has no prosperity at all. Yes. And somebody wonders, okay, don't you want to call these guys and ask, okay, let me hear your, your belief. You're not making people Muslims. But you're saying, wait, how comes other people are so easy to believe in the guru? Yes. They believe 100%. In the sheikh. They believe a hundred percent. Good. When it comes to health, they fight for their health, and when they are sick, they can pay for it. When it comes to prosperity, they don't fight it. In fact, they love it when we fight. Exactly. They and love it when we fight prosperity. So you are the poor religion that go. is trying to tell everybody else, "Our Father is the Creator of the whole earth," and they're looking at you like, "Yes." Okay, so wait. our Father created the whole earth. Yes. The Muslims and Indians took it. Mm-hmm. We want to go back to our Father. What did you call them? Poor? Yes. Poor and unhappy. Yes. Poor and happy. Poor and happy. And happy. Rich and unhappy. (laughs) That's our idea of a good kingdom movement. Please note, John was writing to believers. Mm. How do you write to people who are already of the commonwealth of Christ? Mm. How do you write to people who are already born again? And then tell them, I want you to prosper, being healthy even as your soul prospers. So he's not talking about salvation. Mm. Okay. Start there. He's not writing to unbelievers and saying you need to get saved. Mm-hmm. No. Nope. He's talking to the saved and saying these three things I pray that you get even though you are already saved. So let's talk about this guy who told us that you need to be in health. Yes. What is to be in health? To be in health, listen, is not to fall sick and get healed. To be in health means you are supposed to operate from a position of health. Mm. Not Listen, many of us, the scripture that we get for healing is usually an antidote to sickness. Mm. Not a defense against sickness. Please notice. So we are supposed to be in health. In health, so that sickness not does not come healed. into your dwelling. And what does the word say? I am the God who sends my word yes. and heal all your diseases. Why? Because you fell. Yes. Otherwise, you are supposed to be in health. Okay. So here's the question. Mm-hmm. He's talking to those who are already saved. Yes. So the 
The third thing we're going to look at is the prosperity of the soul cannot be salvation. Because they are already saved. saved. So what is John actually saying? He's saying, listen, when you are saved, what is required of you is for you to have a fully functioning body, okay. a clear, creative, and functional mind, mind. Very and the resources to carry out your mandate. Mm. That is what this whole scripture is about. Mm. This scripture is saying your feelings, your emotions, your thought processes. Now let's, let's look at the, the adverse of it. Okay. The adverse, we all know. When you're economically in crisis, your soul is in crisis. Mm. It manifests in your body as sickness. And oh, so the same scripture has been turned about exactly. that and reversed. Exactly. Your soul now because of anxiety and yes. worry, because I don't have prosperity, I don't Thank have you. money, Thank I become you. anxious. Yes. I worry, which yes. Jesus told us, do not worry, say. What shall I eat? Yes. Now we are worrying, saying, exactly. meaning, Jesus knew, if you continue asking that question, That's the question, your body gets sick. Exactly. And what does he tell you in Matthew 6? He basically says, if you function the kingdom way, you will have these things, you will have no stress. Yes. And it will add to your life. I'm, I'm paraphrasing what he said in the way that you should get the meaning, because he says, do not worry, saying, if you do this, will it add anything to your health? Meaning, it will take away. In fact, he says, do not. It's an instruction. Do not. It's actually a command. It's a demand. Mm. Do not worry. But what do you do? Pursue. Meaning, have a clear mind. Find out how the kingdom works. Clear mind. This is the reality. Did you know those three terms that we've just discussed is the Hebrew term shalom? Mm. The word Holy shalom... Is, yeah. Wholeness means your mind is clear of stress. You're able to be creative, you're able to think, you're able to come up with solutions which produce prosperity, which manifests in your life as health. Go and look at scriptures upon scriptures. It will tell you, sorry, it will tell you that a, a stressed mind affects you, affects your body. This is a broken spirit who can help, meaning the wrong thoughts. Can, today, we are talking about excess stress, all right, and anxiety in the nations, among youth and everything. Do you also see increase in medication? Mm. That means the stress has done what? Has caused health yeah. problems. Yes. And did you know scientists have now proven that negative thinking, stress and everything, pulls down your immunity, yes. which means frees your body to what? To sickness. What is the number one cause of stress? Brokenness. <laughs> Lack of finances. Period. You can't pay your bills. Simple. Now you say something here, or you always say something yeah. that in the third in the third world, and of mm -hmm. course here we are we are talking about um, lack of finances, mm -hmm. which also is okay, is also caused by bad governance. Yes. Bad leadership. Mm -hmm. The whole mess comes up to a point where the citizens are suffering. Yes. Lack of finances. 
people become depressed, mm -hmm. get so used to it, yes. and they don't even know they're depressed. Mm -hmm. So you live a life of anxiety and worry such that if somebody tells you that do not be anxious, do not worry, somebody's wondering how do you live like oh. that? Is there anyone who lives without worry? Yes. Is there anyone who without, lives without thinking, worrying about tomorrow? Mm -hmm. Why? It's become your life. We say that this now, uh, of course, the, that's the one issue of worry and anxiety. Yes. Then you come and say sickness is caused yes. by lifestyle diseases. Yes. Now, lifestyle diseases simply means your lifestyle. What are you eating? You no exercise. Don't sleep well. All these are caused now. The causes sickness. Go, go back to health. Now, do you realize when you're broke, you will eat what you're given? Anything. You can't choose. Yes. And My that is why in poor nations, you go and find somebody telling you, listen, these greens were grown with sewage water. Lit. And you're like, I know. <laughs> but you know what? Your mind has not told you that definitely these greens are not good for your body because <laughs> of what fed yes, them. Yes. But because I have no choice, guess what? We look for cheap, yeah. not quality. There you go. Why? So, Brokeness. Yeah. And now you come from that pendulum of being built into brokenness. If you struggle hard enough and be able to get finance and resource, you go overboard. Before, you didn't have the right things to eat. Yeah. Now you eat what you shouldn't be eating. The other side of the coin. Yeah, I can now, afford it now. I can afford it, so I don't need any caution. I don't need to learn what is healthy and what is not. I do not look for what was lacking that needs to be replaced. I now look for what was missing that I want to catch up with. So when you're eating greens that yes. are grown in a funny way, yes. you're looking and saying, listen, one day I'll eat this uh, I'll fast stop food. eating greens. No, fast food. You go now to the penny. Well, I can afford it. There you go. You've gone just into. Why? Yeah. All this is just because of money, by the way. Mm. Somebody who is comfortably with money now tells you, listen, I don't eat this. I don't. And you're like, Huh? These people are showing off. <laughs> what do you These mean you don't, don't touch this? this? No. Suddenly they've realized life is not as short as I thought. <laughs> there is still time. So there's a way I can order things. I can eat things when I need to. There's nothing disappearing. There's no stress. I don't need to. Every, every function I go to, I don't try and catch up with what I've missed before. Something changes. I in don't my life. only pay for events yes. that I'm going to attend because I will eat. And if I don't, I have lost money. There you go. You look at life differently. But you know why? When you talk about Third John, when he says that beloved, meaning believers, believers, I wish above all things, and I'm praying for you, that above all things, you may prosper in all things. Yes. Be in health, mm -hmm. even, if even as your soul, soul prospers. Prosper. What does that mean? That means that God is telling you through that one scripture that it is his joy for you to prosper. That's a serious Remember we are talking about yes. the word prosperity and exactly. prosper. Yes. And so let's look at one or two other scriptures to see, does it line up? We say in the mouth of two okay. or three witnesses is a truth established. Mm -hmm. What's God's intent for us? So let's look at Psalms 35, verse 27. Let them shout for joy and be glad, who favor my righteous cause. And let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified, who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. Let them say when? continually. <laughs> let them say continually. That means regularly say, let the Lord be magnified. Simply listen, the word be magnified means made more visible. Okay. When you say magnifying glass, mm. let us see God in proper perspective. Let us have clarity. And what dimension of clarity should we have? 
the God who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. Daily, say this continuously, remind yourself that God has pleasure in your prosperity. Hmm. That's what the scripture is about. When God looks down and says, listen, I have my sons, I have my people in the earth who are continually taking the kingdom from one level to the next, yes. who are committed to kingdom cause. Yes. These people, when they prosper, he says, listen, I delight in that. Yeah. The word pleasure here means he desires and, and he, he delights, delights in yes. your prosperity. Listen to those two terms. Yeah. Desire and delight. It's like, it's like what I call the prosperity sandwich. Mm. On this side, God yes. desires for you to prosper, meaning you've not prospered. Yes, yes, so he desires. Yes. When you prosper, he you come delights. to this other side where yeah. he now delights. delights. Where are you? Are you still on the side where God is desiring that you move from that end and come to a place of enjoying his prosperity where he blesses the work of your hands so that you can increase and come to this other side called the delight exactly. where God delights now in your prosperity because yes. in your prosperity you continually say the, the Lord be magnified. Yes. You do not get into the side of prosperity and tell the Lord I'll see you later. <laughs> Let me finish with what you have increased me with yes. and be back. Yes. But God is saying there's a generation that says, let the Lord be magnified. Why? Because I have done something where I've seen his hand on my life, I've increased. And when I look at my life, I can only say, yep. may the Lord be magnified. May he glorify, yes. be glorified. And what I love about that word, prosperity, mm -hmm. remember it's a, we are redeeming this word. Oh, yes. Because it's been given such a bad connotation, we have to place it where it already belongs. Yeah. The word prosperity, in fact, the first person for the term to be used with was Abraham. And Abraham prospered. And there were some versions say, and continued prospering. Hmm. Now, why is that important? The word prosperity does not mean arrival. It means continual. Hmm. So this is not what you are looking not for. Right, you arrive at. You're not coming to a place of increase and saying, listen, I'm okay yes. now. Me, I'm fine. It's yes. a journey. It's a you continue co kingdom no. journey. Exactly. Continue growing. Yes. That's what we said. It is not. It is incremental. Mm. You continue prospering. God is not interested, interested at you getting something. God is interested at you producing things as you go. Mm. Entirely different model. Mm. One of my favorite scriptures on this whole context of God's position with when it comes to resources is Proverbs 10.22. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich and he adds no sorrow with it. I mean, you know, this scripture alone, if you meditate on this scripture and just spend time and allow it to unpack itself inside you, things will shift. First of all, it, it brings you back to something we've said in this series okay. over and over. Yeah. That the blessing is not things. The blessing is what God gives you so that you can produce. So it's telling you here, the blessing of the Lord makes one rich. rich. That tells you the blessing is not the riches. The blessing is the ability to get the riches. Okay. So the blessing of the Lord makes, makes. one rich. Listen, remember what we said earlier? And he adds no, no sorrow, sorrow with it. So we are talking about riches without sorrow. That's how you know it came from God. Now you just said something here. The blessing of the Lord is not yes. the riches, yes. but it makes one rich. rich. Maybe you can uh, differentiate for us the yeah. word rich uh -huh. and the word riches. All right. Yeah. In the most simple of terms, rich always, it's an adjective, it describes a person. So the, that's why it says the blessing of the Lord makes one rich. It's talking about a person, an individual. Okay. Now, to, to be rich is very simple. To own resources, to own capacity, to have 
money, to have treasure, mm. to have um, land, to have all these things. Meaning, the definition for the term rich is about a person. But the same term can also be a noun that talks about things like, like we can say that the, 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 the forest is rich with flowers. Mm -hmm. We can say the mine is rich in gold. We can say, so it, it has to do with, when, whenever it discusses a person, it is directly connected to what they have, what they've produced, what is identified as under their ownership and their control, mm -hmm. but that is in abundance. Are we together? Yes. But riches is a different story. Riches are things. Riches are materials. Mm -hmm. Riches are separate from a person. So a rich person is called rich because he has riches. Okay. Okay? So do not tell me you are rich in the spirit. Using the wrong term. You are full of the spirit. Not rich in the spirit. Stop taking something that is not connected. The minute the Bible says, tell the rich, period. You're talking about people who have got capacity and resources. This is in the natural. Yes. So I don't come here and start telling you now, in the spirit I'm so rich mm -mm. of love. You can't be rich in love. The rich in love term used, okay, mm -hmm. is the second rich. That means something that has inbuilt with it abundance. So when you say be rich towards others, again it's a misnomer of a term that we translate because English is limited. It means be expressive, have an abundance in that direction. So if I hide in this thing of I'm rich in love, I'm rich in uh, prayers, that kind of rich cannot pay bills. Here's the problem. The one we are talking about yeah. is the one that can pay bills. <laughs> you can't tell your landlord this month, mm. I'm offering you love. Mm -hmm. I will love you. I, there will be no hindrance in my love towards you, my landlord. That exactly. one does not pay. So we are saying, when you say you're rich, God is talking about, I delight mm. in the prosperity, in the material wealth, yes. material increase of my servants. We are talking about an outer thing. So you who is watching us, and you've been yes. fighting prosperity, <laughs> you've been saying that there are prosperity preachers. Forget about the preachers. Ask yourself, now that they are preaching prosperity for themselves to, end, to um, in, um, what is that? To increase themselves. To increase themselves, let's leave them alone. Let's talk about you. You who God is looking and saying, listen, I desire that you increase materially. Yes. And you're able to pay your bills. Yes. You're able to come and say, I have a peaceful sleep. No anxiety. No worry. Because I have material increase and I'm able to face tomorrow. I can look at all my bills and say, I can handle this. I can do it. I have resources. Yes. Tangible. Yeah, and you see, the reality is this. Yeah. You cannot be rich in something that you have no power to dispense. Listen carefully. Okay. <laughs> all right. So if I say I am rich in love, let's <laughs> see your dispensing of it. Okay. Because rich in love sometimes must be expressed in material. Hmm. Here's the problem. What do you, how, how do you mean you're rich in love? How do you express that love to others so that we know you're rich? You know, there's one thing, believers, that, that we do that is not right. We really are so rich in spiritual things that when a brother or sister comes to you, you now dispense your riches by a prayer. I will pray for you. That one does not change. Doesn't change anything. When somebody wants to go home, they don't have transport. 
they don't need a prayer they Your need prayer can't get them home once they get home pray for them that tomorrow they will wake up with their mind full of uh, capacity to perform and let me say but there are times when we pray at the wrong time yeah let me explain something i've heard this used mm -hmm. you know peter and john went to pray when they it even used to be a song yeah. and they met a lame man on the way oh <laughs> and the man said to them give me something yes. paraphrased and mm -hmm. they said silver, silver and gold mm -hmm. have we none but such as we have we give you now in your mind what do you think they were broke so they had to pray that's not what they said <laughs> they said what you're asking for we don't have for you but what we have for you is better so, so if you're going to pray for anyone so if you do not have the silver and gold to give have the prayer that causes <laughs> a lame man to walk you either dispense one or the other meaning you have one or the other mm. there's such as we have mm. they had something in them that once they did this they fixed your question of coins because now that you can move ah, go and you it. will get your own. because this so guy they, they are telling you listen if we keep giving you coins we'll keep you here 38 years that is not the kingdom so what do we do now let's give you something that gets exactly. you out of here to the next level That's where it. you ought to be remember we said life is incremental so when you're in the kingdom you have to ask yourself where is my life going have i been on a static level can i look at i mean which month are we in october, october. we're in october check and say from january to now am i static am i praying the same things am i in the same problems am i carrying the same weight am i in a place where i can say listen i have seen god i have put my life my hands on something my life has changed and i can only tell my uh, my life you can only keep going up and up and up Move on. Keep going up and up. I'm telling you, this, this is, let me tell you why this is important. Mm -hmm. It is important because, and, and let me say this, and, and it may sound like I'm being offensive. Please don't but, be. But it's just measuring a principle. Mm -hmm. That if you've never prayed a prayer that changed somebody's environment, don't offer to pray for someone's situation. Mm. In other words, somebody comes to you in a situation, it would be ten times better if you found something you could do to help than to go into the default, I will pray for you, knowing well that you do not have a record in prayer that has shifted anyone from where they are. What if you look at your life and say, listen, I've been praying for me and my life has changed. Yes. Can I now pray for somebody? That's okay. That's what I'm saying. Remember what they said? Such as we, we have. have. We give We have you. experienced this. Exactly. So here's the power. We are not saying do not pray for people's situations. But we are saying when you commit to pray, pray with the mindset that there must be a result. Have you ever prayed for somebody? Something that you know you've been praying for, you've mm -hmm. not received. There you go. Where I know I've been telling God, listen, I want to get out of this place where my rent keeps coming up. I don't have money to pay rent. And then tomorrow I tell her, brother, it's okay, I'll pray for you. No, listen, pray here. And that's what we are yes. saying. If you see it in your life, there intensity that you will pray with yes that in the spirit because you know it will be broken such as have i oh yes. i have this i have it so sometimes i it's, know yes. i have this so sometimes it's better let me tell you there are some scenarios mm -hmm. where i would rather you apply the principle of if two meaning i've come to you i'm in this great scenario things haven't moved you 
Let me know. By the way, my brother, I'm in the same situation as Let's you pray are. for this man. We Can have to we pray this? together? Yes. And seek God on this. That may God work with you, may God work with me. Let us, how can both of us the be in this situation? The power of agreement will be so serious it will because be serious. both of us are in the same situation. Both of us are saying, Lord, no. Yeah. We, we cannot continue like this. You're going through this, I'm going through this. That means there's an enemy in our way. Mm -hmm. We need to pray for each other on this. That's a different position. Guys, we've been talking about words that are keeping us in a place where we cannot move forward. Yeah. And we say that there are words that are not in the Bible. We looked at the word right. Yeah. We looked at the word coincidence. The word, the word fair. The word passion. And yeah. we're looking and saying, listen, they're not in the Bible. But yes. we're taking those words and saying, I'm dying with these words. There you go. Today, we are saying there are words in the Bible that exactly. we're saying, listen, I'm also dying without these words. This go. one you're refusing. This one you're saying, I don't yeah. want. And that's why we're looking at the word prosperity. Yes. And we're saying that it is God's desire for you to prosper mm -hmm. materially yes it is God's desire for you to walk in a place of increase of wealth of riches where you can say my brother you don't need to pray anymore the Lord has come to you that's through it. me that's where we are going that's and it. you know what we'll continue looking at these words I hope today you look at the word prosper uh, prosperity in a new way yeah? because we're going to embed this word until it becomes our reality yes we're going to keep drilling into it until you accept it as a kingdom position yes. with God for you as something concerning you that God desires and delights in. Let them shout for joy and be glad. Yes. Continually saying, may the Lord be magnified. That is our cry today. Absolutely. That we come to a place where we are glad, we are joyful when you are saying mm. these things because we know that God rejoices at yes. the prosperity of his people absolutely that's us me and yes. you all right and of course be found seated under your vine and under, under your fig, your fig. Yes. and this place i'm telling you <laughs> you cannot you cannot doubt you yes. cannot second guess you cannot look at heaven and say maybe it's not mm -hmm. for me absolutely under your vine, under your fig tree, you that know place, that is You God. know that you know that you know. That's why we always say keep it kingdom. Keep it pure. Keep it pure. God bless. God bless.